0: Yes, yes. Welcome into another edition of the Tim McKernan Show on the Inside STL Podcast Network from the HomeLoanExpert.com studios, Ryan Kelly, the sponsor of our studios here on the Tim McKernan Show. Uh, And that's where we are for another edition of Pick 6. And now Pick 6 has a little bit of cachet. We were just hoping one person would go on a heater. But really, two people have, and I have to say, G-Unit, it's not like... You're doing terribly. I mean, four and two last weekend is really good. The issue for you is producer Joe and I both went six and zero, and on three of the last four weekends, I have won at least five of six picks. And the one weekend where I didn't, I went three and three. So if you want to do the math, and maybe you do, and I'll tell you what, maybe you don't. I don't. I don't know what you want to do, but I can tell you this: nineteen and five over the last four weeks is what we're what we're what we're on a pace for, and if my math is correct, and I'm just going to get a confirmation on it because I think that's important, but I thought it was 79%. It is 79%, 79.2% against the spread over the last four weeks. It's tough to keep up when I'm on a heater like this. What you going to do? What you going to do?
1: Yeah, that is, I, I tell you what, I am a fan of watching the wins come in i mean i because don't because like... you're
0: because you're rolling with me
1: yes i am yeah and and a little bit of joe um although i will say i haven't even heard joe's picks i'm gonna fade the shit out of him this week wow but wow I, I mean wow just... now, gangster
0: pete is representing producer joe who is unable to join us on the mark Han evergreen wealth strategies phone lines this week uh, but you're fading him i am you I... would say that even if you were on the lines though i know you because you two like to slap box every week
1: well, that's right. Yeah, I'm not going to say anything about Joe behind his back that I wouldn't say to his face. I think that it's about time though. You think that, he's running good? You
0: think he flipped the coin and he happened to hit head six times in a row?
1: I think he's been uh, playing a little bit above his grade here, and it's about to come back to earth. But let me give you an idea about just how good the he did. Only
0: was. pick one team that was getting points. Everything else were favorites and overs. I mean, he is Johnny Public, but he did go six and zero, and his record on the year is thirty seven and twenty nine, which is fifty six point one percent. I mean, that's good enough to win most years.
2: He's got uh, three dogs today.
0: He does. Wow. Oh he I mean he's that's been very it odd out. for producer Joe. Uh but I am at thirty nine and 609 percent against the spread on the year. And I think there were yeah there was a week where I went one and five. Uh six and four on my locks, which I value. so sixty percent on the locks. I'd like to be at seventy five percent on that, but hell, I mean anything above fifty five percent against the spread, I'm I'm thrilled with. And so now we are at a point where people are paying attention to the picks, uh which is great. Sixteen I, it,
1: and two last week. Sixteen and two. So so we had a a twelve and zero Saturday, but two of those are the same. You know, we do the three Mizzou game picks, so it's a ten and zero. So, so if you do the 10-team parlay on Saturday. What do you get paid on a $100 you get bet? 825 to $1. So if you would have bet the pod 10-teamer, you would have had an $82,500 oh, Saturday. Wow,
0: wow, 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 wow. How about that? Well, the, the, I'm sure a lot of people are sitting there thinking this clown show can't possibly do it again back-to-back weeks. Here's the thing, as I have noted, but I think it's important to note. If I, if I deserve credit for something, I won't take credit for it. If I don't deserve credit for something, I want to make it clear who does deserve the credit. And the reality is I get my picks from two different sources. Um, one is a guy who I guess is a sports gambler. I don't know him, it's, but it's not a service. Cause you were asking me before we started the show, if it's a service, it's not a service. Um, it's a guy who's a listener to the podcast and he's just really into sports gambling, but he sends me picks, and he gives me his reasons, and he he gives me more than six picks. So I then, you know, sift through, and there's sometimes games I like that I insert, like whatever that one was a couple weeks ago that I loved, which was uh, Clemson against NC State. And that's not the kind of game a guy like this would bet because they're usually out of the business of betting big favorites, like Alabama minus 51 against the Citadel this weekend, for example, is not a game they would take, even though I'm certain they're thinking, yeah, Alabama's probably going to win by 49. It's where you get to that weird spot with those other two points that it could get in a, in a difficult spot. What they usually do, and that's why I point out producer Joe and his overs and his favorites, is they usually find teams that they consider to be about evenly matched or a spot where you have a team that is better than the other team And that team's getting points. That's usually the style of the sharp better. Would you agree with that, G unit? I do. Yeah, that's that's what I try. That's what you try. You try to find the 50-50, and then you're getting the points. Ideally, that's what the sharp better will do, or have some intel on monster trends, which is what one of my bets is this week, Um, or injury information. That that seems like that's a huge part of not only this but daily fantasy, and then kind of hedging based on injury information because sometimes that's not absolute It's, it's questionable and then you're hedging on whether or not that player plays or what condition that player plays in so that's the method the guy used and then I have a guy who I know who lives in Las Vegas who's a runner for Wales and he'll send me his picks but I usually don't get those until after we've recorded this on Thursday mornings but um you know they they I would say seem to be hitting at about 60 to 66% but my guy who's been emailing me picks, and I probably could go back and track it through all of his emails, what he's done this year, has to be 75%. And, and even he would acknowledge that's, you know, I mean, that's that's not sustainable. So, you know, from, from that standpoint, and I say this in sincerity, even though you, I, I guess sports talk radio guys, sometimes when they're on a heater, they'll talk about how they know what's going on. I don't think anybody really ever knows what's going on unless you do get information regarding an injury um, like last week. For example, perfect example, I loved Vanderbilt against Missouri. I thought Missouri would win, but I didn't think they would cover that number. And so I texted Gabe because I feel like Missouri's injuries are, I, I say this every week in here, are, are covered like hockey injuries. And so I texted him. I said, is Albert O playing? And he got back to my away. He said, no. I'm like, and it was 9 o'clock. I'm like, all right, I'm betting, I'm betting Vanderbilt. I just, you know, Missouri will, I think they'll win, but they're not going to cover more than two touchdowns. And that's the same deal with the Emmanuel Hall thing against Florida. Like, all of a sudden, he's out there. Oh, that makes a world of difference. So that type of information is huge. I realize sometimes, and this is what I used to do, and if I'm just screwing around making a $25 bet because I'm bored, I'll go, well, this team's way better than this team. I don't care what the spread is, and then you wind up losing. There, This guy puts in his thought process, and I see I'm of, of, of the six picks, one is a favorite, and it's a familiar one. Uh, and a team I couldn't tell you anything about outside of Missouri played them one time this year. So that's what we've got for you on the Pick 6 podcast. Uh, and I'm glad that a number of people are getting on board with it. This is what we wanted to have happen. One of us to get on a heater. But uh, at this point now, two people are on a heater with Joe going 6-0 and last week and me going 6-0. and And my record on the year 39-25. and Man, I would love it if that's 45-25. and uh, at the end of the week, what would that percentage be? 45 divided by 70. All right, 70. That's, an, that's enough. That's, enough of that's, that. not, that's not right. 45 divided by 70. Did I mess that up? Oh, yeah, there it is. 60. It'd be 64% against the spread. That'd be sick. Mm. But like I said, all I am <laughs> is the messenger here. You know, if you were Joe going a heater, as far as I know, you're making your own picks. Well, let yeah. me ask
1: you this. So. I know we got to figure something out for the uh, for the NFL playoffs. We got to
0: figure something out, even maybe even for December. Well, that's
1: not, what I was going to say. So yeah. Is your guy going to be able to come up with six no, it's, NFL picks? It's not about that. What about the bowl if
0: Even if I didn't have, a, even if I didn't have a guy, and even if I were losing, and I'd like to think that I have credibility on just thinking doing what's fair. Because in the whole scheme of things, I mean, if I won a thousand dollars, don't get me wrong, I'd enjoy it. You're but a fair I, guy. You're a fair I, guy. I, thank you. You're a gentleman. By the way, say, you owe me twenty bucks. I do owe you twenty bucks on that <laughs> Seattle thing. At least you have that to hang your hat on. Uh, but uh, but. The, the, the theme of the pick six that changed, which is why I think it's way more popular than what Jill and I did last year, along with your presence and, and the ability that right, we, we right. have somebody in that everybody can fade, <laughs> is thats is that we're picking games that we like look from a sample and then like, you know, as opposed to going, okay, here's that traditional Texans-Bengals week one wildcard matchup, and now we got to bet it just for the sake of doing it. So I don't want to get into that where we're forcing six games. And so I was I legitimately was going to send just you two. So it would just be the three of us on an email on what to do once really even two weeks from now comes around because then you don't have that sample size and now you're picking, you know, you're not picking six college football games. What was
1: going to be your uh, suggestion? I don't, I I, I was opening
0: up to, I'm open to whatever suggestion. I would think everybody would agree um, with it, you know, that the, that the theme of the whole thing, because we did agree we would go through the end of the year. And I don't know. I'm open to the listener suggestions as well. I, I, I certainly don't think you pick six. You know what I mean? Um, but I don't know, and I don't care. I, I'd say, okay, fine. I'll, I'll I'm leading the thing, and I'll put my five hundred dollars back. And I would rather have the thing be fair and honest with the audience than just picking games for the sake of picking them. I don't need to pick off five hundred bucks from you guys just for the sake of. Well, I agree doing with it. you. because yeah. no, I mean, once because when I'm looking at the NFL playoff schedule on the weekends, you know, you know, you have those weekends where you have four games. The odds of me feeling strongly on, you know, you have eight plays essentially with the side and the total. You're just like, oh, shit, I got to pick this just because I got to pick it. And that's not that's not that's what we were doing for years, me and Joe. And and then we're just kind of like, yeah, I don't know. This is a big game between the Ravens and Steelers point and a half spread. I don't know. I'll take the Steelers. And I'd write in angry emails. and and gangster Pete and gangster. Pete was 100 percent right. He deserves credit for this. 100% 100% right. He said, why do you guys pick games that you don't care about? I'm like, yeah, fuck, you This right. is before he worked here? Yeah,
2: he did. He did. <laughs> and the I only time I ever emailed the show. <laughs> I tipped my cap
0: because he was 100% right. So I don't know. So I'm open hey, to something. Hey, fuck you guys. <laughs> you
1: guys got to like the game.
0: <laughs> and, and, and then it leads to us actually having stronger feelings on on games. And so then on, and on top of it, now I'm able to see the thought process of people who are actually profitable at sports gambling. And I always knew that betting favorites and overs was, you know, kind of the the mark play. But uh But, you know, the thought process that goes in on these things um, is the thing that I find, you know, the process. It's like when I'm watching a poker player and he explains why he does what he does. And I'm going, God, all right, that makes sense. I never thought about that way. So anyway, there it all is. We'll figure it out. So uh, James Carlton is a wonderful sponsor of this podcast. And I say it in sincerity because I just did it so I can back it up that I made the switch to James Carlton of Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency uh, about three weeks ago and couldn't be happier with it. And here's an example, outside of the fact that the guy's been advertising, and I say to people, well, you you know, you know, might think that I'm just making the switch to him because uh, he's an advertiser, but then how do you explain the fact that it took a year? Well, the reason is because uh, I ha- he's like, I just don't want to cause a problem with your current agent, so don't make the switch. Seriously, it's not a big deal. And then it got to a point where I said, listen, James, I see the difference. And my responsibility, with all due respect, is not necessarily to you so much as it is to my wife and my son. I, I know that you're going to do a better job for us. And then we get together, finally, when I make the switch. And he goes, hey, man, you are um, missing this particular policy, and you really need to have it. And I go, oh my God, I can't believe I didn't have it. And you would think that's kind of basic, and I suppose it is basic, and maybe there are a number of insurance agents who do do that. But I can tell you that I, I think that that is rare, that somebody would be looking into policies and, and saying you might have too much when it comes to life insurance. That's also a possibility. As James James Carlton, I sincerely recommend him. Uh, I'm I'm grateful that, of course, I'm grateful we have sponsors, number one, but I'm also grateful that the sponsors we do have with Ryan Kelly, Mark Hanna, James Carlton, uh, Johnny Landoff, Chevrolet, Seth Goldcamp, Design Air, Heating and Cooling, Mike Judy. I know all of these people, and so I know I can recommend them, even when it was Verizon Wireless for that brief month that we had them as our title sponsor. I'm a Verizon Wireless customer, so I just don't want to get into the business of endorsing something for the sake of endorsing it. Uh, and when it comes to James Carlton, I endorse him, and I'm now officially a customer and couldn't be happier. His numbers 314-961-4800, 314-961-4800. In a weird twist, despite the fact that I went 6-0 and last week and I am leading, uh, because Producer Joe won the previous week and we both went 6-0, and Producer Joe, who is represented today by Gangster Pete, is our leadoff man this week. And, of course, the game that we will all be picking is Missouri and Tennessee. The number is, last I saw Pete was five and a half. Is that where we still are? Yes, sir.
1: Were you surprised by that number, G Unit? Yeah. Seems I, like thought, a trap I thought it would be me. like
0: two and a half ish.
1: Yeah, exactly. My thought process too. I mean, may, maybe maybe everyone thinks that Mizzou is, is really good. And it, well, Tennessee I, has a Dr. Jekyll, Mr.
0: Hyde persona. You know, I mean they, they dick around with some teams, they get hammered by some teams, and they go and beat Auburn there and they did what they did with Kentucky last week. That didn't surprise me. That was one of my games last week. I think it was. Yeah, it was. I mean, I loved that. Um, I think it was. I know I bet it at the very least. It wasn't one of my picks. It had to have been. Yeah, Tennessee last week. I, that, that confused me. And so Tennessee is yet again a five-and-a-half-point underdog at home, this time against Missouri. Producer Joe being repped by Gangster Pete. Where are you? What do you think? Well, I'll try to play guess the Producer Joe pick. I'd have to think Joe is all over Tennessee. I'd have to think. Yeah, he, he's got to be.
2: Uh, did you guys see that Wolverhampton-Wolves game? Wow, <laughs> wow, wow. Is this, wow. Is this the hey, Now you're, you're going impression. Gave- <laughs> you're, you're going the
0: rich little of producer Joe. Uh, Brad Joe has Tennessee plus five and a half. Yeah, and that's what I figured. That's 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 the play. Uh, I am on Tennessee plus five and a half. I would love it if Missouri wins the game. Um, you know, we just had Gabe DiArmond on the Ryan Kelly morning after, and he wrote this column on PowerMizzou.com about Missouri giving Barry Odom an extension. I'm like, my God. Yeah, I, I, maybe you know for his reasons, and it wasn't necessarily based on his record so much as showing a commitment to him. But at this point, why not wait forty-eight hours because things could be you know back against him uh, in forty-eight hours with what takes place at Tennessee. So uh, I am taking I'm taking Tennessee. I'm hoping that Missouri wins, but I, I mean even if I weren't a Missouri fan, I'd look at this and go God, I'm taking Tennessee. So I agree with you in the, in the category of trap game. If this were the NFL, I'd be betting Missouri all day. Because it's so, from my standpoint, egregious to what the bell curve of the spread would be. Uh, like if Tennessee were were a pick'em with Missouri, I'd be like, yeah, that's you know, I'm kind of surprised there because I think Missouri would be a two two and a half point favorite, but that's how I also view Missouri as a five and a half point favorite. It's just so odd, and there won't be any Albert O on this one either. I just don't get it. I'm taking Tennessee, and it's and it's an insta call.
1: I completely agree, Tennessee plus five and a half and i'll tell you at this time of year you got to start looking at the bowl eligibility for these teams and tennessee has a chance to do it and they are five and five mizzou six and four mizzou figured i mean they're already bowl eligible but they figure they're going to they're oh, going they be Arkan- to beat arkansas obviously in, in two weeks or at, day after thanksgiving you certainly would think so what do you think the number on that would be if it were played tomorrow in Columbia. Mizzou minus 11 and a half. I was going to say exactly 11 and a half. No, wow. you were not. I
0: swear to you, I was. <laughs> I swear. I was going to go, yeah, 14, but then I'm like, ah, they would probably, because that's what the number was for Vanderbilt, even though Vanderbilt did beat Arkansas and Fayetteville, um, I would think be- based on the recent behavioral pattern, and that means LSU being fairly close with Arkansas, although a lot of that was cosmetic late in the game, uh, that I would imagine it would be less than the Vanderbilt spread. So yeah, I was on eleven and a half. Pete's Pete's got just got texted from one of his buddies at Power Mizzou to show me something that's Missouri propaganda. What do you have?
2: Uh, it's the Vegas better rankings, and Missouri is ranked 17. It is a. Uh,
0: so would you take Missouri?
2: Yeah, I like Mizzou. I think they're gonna roll. <laughs> but what does that mean? Has Rank- there been any game
0: this year where you wouldn't have taken Missouri? Uh, yeah, what, game?
2: Uh Bama for sure. But you bet Missouri.
0: Well, I did for fun. Wait, is this gangster or producer Joe? <laughs> this is this is Rich Little no longer <laughs> playing producer Joe. But you bet you did bet Missouri.
1: Uh, yeah, I did for fun. Yeah, it's only money. I don't understand, <laughs> I mean, I don't understand what's going on.
0: What other game? Because I know that you bet. I bet know that you bet Missouri in that one.
2: Uh, I usually don't bet the Missouri game.
1: Okay. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I, I bet you've had action on every Missouri game in the last fifteen years. That is not true. Uh, my emotions issue, are at stake. Every I know, week. and that's the thing,
0: and that's the thing. Are you are you ever on Power Mizzou Tiger board? No, yeah. I'm not. I, a, no, I'm not I know. A, I know he. I know he I'm, says he is. I'm isn't. not. I, I steer clear. See, I am. Much I'm a, I'm a Power Missouri guy. I mean, Gabe's my fucking guy. We went to school together. But I noticed that there's like a bubble. But all college, I think, even Billiken fans, you know, even now, obviously not as large, but th- there's a bubble there too. And they get in the bubble, and it's kind of like talking politics. And, and you recognize, it's like if Doug were in here, and I'm like, hey, we just got this email on on what Fox News is doing with CNN regarding uh, Jim Acosta. I'd be like, oh, shit, Doug's in here. I'm not talking about it, you know? So it's like when it's like a Mizzou fan who you know is like a power Mizzou guy, and you're like, oh, shit, I want to talk about Missouri, but I know this guy's here. And so it's going to get really fucking weird. So I'm just going to fade the conversation and like wait till he leaves and then ask people's opinions because I know he lives in the bubble and the bubble's a weird spot. But it's not just from a zoo fan. It's just I, as a Missouri fan, recognize the traits of the bubble more so. It's like, how come the media doesn't talk about how come you don't go to the games? You know, whatever. It's it's the same talking points. It's been going on for years as opposed to talking about what's going on on the field or with the program. And it's, it's it's nauseating because I was dealing with it when I was in school there, and it's the same shit 23 years later. So with that all said, um, I would love it if Missouri had a great convincing win at Tennessee. That would be an outstanding thing. Um, but, uh, you know, as far as picking the game, I'll, I'll take Tennessee, and I, I don't think I'll be betting it because I won't want to have to sit there and cheer for Tennessee. Last week, I felt like there was enough room that I could – bet Vanderbilt, but hope Missouri would win because I was working with like 14 and a half points or something like that. All right. uh, Gangster Pete, you get to represent producer Joe's picks. Let's hear what overs and favorites
2: will win this week. First pick Memphis minus eight and a half. There's one against SMU. Loser! <laughs> Whoa, G Unit! Oh my God!
0: <laughs> what, why is that? You're a big SMU Mustangs guy. No,
2: I'm. I,
1: I, I. Have You're a, just on a fade, producer yeah, Joe I, thing. I, I have that. Does it
0: bother you that he rattled <laughs> off a six and zero? Oh, honestly, because you kind of look at him as a mark, and he and he went six and zero. Oh.
1: Trying to think about what I took for of uh, his, I took a few of his. Did you really? Yeah. I mean,
0: you got to bet his soccer shit. Mm-hmm. I bet his soccer shit.
1: That that Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and you know he did not he even me have like any a, that a that ten minute sweat. by
0: ten minute update on his soccer. Like I'm over here next door working out on Sunday morning, and he's like only thirty minutes away from us going six and zero. I'm like great, you know, and I'm the guy with the money. I'm sure he has money on it too. But he I'm got that
1: like- by half a goal. I mean, it's not like he. That was well, the I mean, biggest sweater though,
0: so you are talking it's not like we're talking about <laughs> like, it's over under of twenty. So I mean a half goal is material in soccer. So what else did you go? You had to go soccer. What else do you Oklahoma Oklahoma State Oklahoma, over that's that was a, great? That's, that's, that's
2: next on the list. West Oklahoma. Virginia over seventy three. West Virginia and Oklahoma State. I could have predicted oh, oh, oh. that would be a, a pick. Yeah, he's
0: big on those big twelve games. Uh that's in Stillwater though, is it not? Yes it is. Yeah, that could be a little that that one I don't think I'll be as all over as the Oklahoma Oklahoma State one. Oh, to be a great game what is that uh, five
1: and a half yeah. is that a five and a half point line now it's been moving 73 and a half 73 and a
0: half right. or no it's 73 just 73 thank, thank you and when West Virginia's only five and a half point favorite yeah I think it opened up
1: smaller than but that. it's a
0: 230 game I don't know I'd, I'd take West Virginia in that one I actually would I think I, I I value you know I've said it a few times on the show I value those seven o'clock games so much the 230 game I don't know I just I think the Oklahoma State Texas thing was a much bigger deal to them down there than this one. So I'm a man. I'm 40. Yeah. West
2: Virginia is favored by four and a half. Four and a
0: half. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, I kind of like West Virginia there. Uh, what else do we have? What other favorites? All right, we got
2: UMass plus 41 and a half against his UGA dog.
0: Okay, I'll 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 pay attention to that one because he does monitor that team. We usually have a Georgia Georgia Tech game from producer Joe, so that's I don't know a damn thing about UMass, but that's interesting that Joe's on it just because it's Georgia. Otherwise, I'd. I wonder where the hell he got it from. All right,
2: Ole Miss Vandy over sixty seven. Ole Miss
0: Vanderbilt, you got any thoughts on that uh, unit? Yeah, going
1: under probably. Oh,
0: really? Just because Joe picked it, the over is <laughs> no. it over sixty seven or sixty seven and a half?
1: Sixty seven. You know, All I right. think uh, I've been involved in a couple random SEC games where they were going to go over. It seems like they go the opposite in the SEC. Whenever a team's starting to trend up, then they yeah they have a shutdown. I think week. There's something to be said for that.
0: All right, here's the part of the podcast everybody's fast forwarded to. It's my, uh, and, uh, we'll start here. My guy is a Big Ten guy, and I am all over the Big Ten, and, and that's where he, that's where he resides, and so that's what he knows. And we'll start with this one. He is on Wisconsin. I should say, excuse me, I am on Wisconsin plus four and a half, uh, at Purdue. I'm kind of surprised by that because that kind of st- strikes me as what the public would do with Purdue coming off the 31 point loss. Um, but uh, Wisconsin plus four and a half at Purdue. Is that uh, consistent with the number you have, Gangster Pete? That's all good. All right. Uh, Nebraska plus one and a half. Uh, that one strikes me as obvious. Nebraska plus one and a half against Michigan State. Uh, is that consistent with what you uh,
1: have, Gangster Pete? Nebraska and Michigan State. Nebraska's just trending. That now, that, that's an 11 o'clock game. That's one of my yeah. picks, and I've got them at plus one, at least it, they were this morning. And is it in Lincoln? Yes. I got uh right.
2: Nebraska is plus 1 at home.
0: Plus 1, all right. So I lost a half point there. Um So that's
1: one of your picks. Are you
0: going to are you going to stick with it or are you going to move off it now because I'm on it?
1: I'm done with that moving off shit. I'm you're Just going with... to
0: pick up wins. I just didn't know if you're in a de- desperation point where it's like I got, it's like when you watch Hands in Last Place on Fox NFL Sunday, and he's like, "Well, I got to pick something random to try and get back in the game."
1: No, I'm, I'm, you're sticking I'm, to your strategy, I'm sticking with it, right? ignoring all the outside, all the noise. You know, yeah, but what yeah. about the fact that Seth Goldcamp's now created a Fade G Unit shirt? You know, let me tell you something about G-Unit Seth G-Unit. Goldcamp. Well, he is
0: one of our sponsors, so I might I have know. Pete edit this no, out.
1: Oh, no, you know what? I will say this about about uh, Design Air, <laughs> who who sp- sponsored the Fade G Unit shirt. Uh, <laughs> Design Air, I've been I've been using them for a long time and I'm, i don't think i'm an authorized uh advertiser here but i, I mean their people are so good he really does run i mean a th- they just hire great I,
0: people i know another a company that used to advertise with us and they're a great company too which is i guess they would consider competition and um for whatever i don't even know what the hell the circumstance was but uh oh, i think i was t- i hosted a tournament for the guy i am seated for him and he said oh you're having that problem he goes i'll send one of my guys over and just check it out and the guy comes over and he goes well who did this for you and i said design air and he goes Air is great. It goes, if they did it, then... So so even the competitors acknowledge that but it's a great company. They're
1: fantastic. In fact, I, so they come over. I, I have the package where they come over once a year or once yeah. every season. They So they get the furnace ready. And I've done this with other companies in the past. So other guys come in, and they just, like, you hear a little tinkering. They're down there for three minutes, and then they're, they're up like, oh, everything's good. I mean, the design air guy was down there for, like, an hour, and he's cleaning up. I mean, just really? do it. it just, Seth runs a good uh, business, Awesome man. stuff. And Anyways. he makes great shirts.
0: He makes great shirts. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> More
0: from the Big Ten. Uh, you're going to be all over this. Even if you haven't thought about it, you will be, once I say it. Indiana, Michigan, over 53-and-a-half. Indiana, Michigan, over 53-and-a-half. I love that play. I do love that play. That's a play that I might have picked out on my own.
1: I think I like that too. Look,
0: look at your historical data regarding Indiana and overs, number one, and then also consider the circumstance Michigan is in that they might be in that weird one loss spot trying to get in. Now, I think, I think if Michigan runs the table, they're in. I think, but I shall present this scenario, even though it on the, at the moment seems unlikely. Uh, but with Tua's health, you know, it could bring it into play. What if Georgia beats Alabama? Clemson runs the table, Notre Dame runs the table, and now you have one loss Alabama, one loss Georgia, an SEC champion, and one loss Michigan, who's on the outside looking in. My premise is Michigan still needs to win big in addition to just winning out because you could have that scenario and I think they'll put on points on Indiana, and therefore I'm on the over of 53-and-a-half. Gangster Pete, you have a thought. The, are you agreeing, disagreeing, or has the number changed?
2: I just want to check your line. Your line is right on. Of course it is, 53-and-a-half.
0: And then the, and then a, a team that I just know showed up in Columbia in early September, uh, and for whatever reason I have been picking a few times to great success. I will continue with it. Ladies and gentlemen, the Wyoming Cowboys are minus <laughs> three against somebody this week. I believe it's Air Force, and therefore I am on Wyoming minus three. There you are. You now have four picks that will win for you. I say with a sense of confidence, even though I know very little about most of them. Hey, before uh, G unit gives you the picks that you'll be fading here is where I can give you some advice. Mark Hanna of evergreen wealth strategies uh, is uh, the company that we have been talking about now for about four months on the podcast. And I'm thrilled to hear so many of you have taken me up on just giving the guy a call because it will help you out so much. It is without question my biggest regret in my management of my money, and that is not having a financial advisor. I'm not talking like a broker going, hey, you ought to look into buying this, or hey, you got to set aside 75% of your paycheck, otherwise you're going to be doomed. It's not that. It's just making you aware, getting you organized of your finances. And then you have an idea of what you need to do. And really, if I could just go back to my early 20s when I started at KMOV and go, okay, I'm going to set aside—I don't even know—take whatever pick I name a dollar figure. It's going to piss somebody off. So whatever, some amount of money, and what I would have been doing with that, and where I would be right now—it's just—it's—it's—it's it's a, it's a world changer. And God Almighty, I just messed up. And that's what He can do. He can set you on the right path. His name is Mark Hanna. Evergreen Wealth Strategies online at evergreenstl.com. Mark helps everyday people meet their financial goals by helping them to create a clear picture of their finances. His number is 314-889-0503. That's 314-889-0503. And he can help you figure out if a college savings plan is the right thing for your needs. Uh, a 529 is something that we set up for our son. And uh, and these are just the kinds of things that, you know, honestly, if somebody wouldn't have said something to me, for real, as, as basic as that is for a number of you who are parents and going, wow, Tim, you're 42 and you didn't know about a 529. I didn't. So that's the truth, and now I have one. These are the kinds of things, and then James Carlton. I wouldn't have been thinking, I thought for the last few years, I'm like, yeah, I got oh my God, I got more than enough insurance. He's like, dude, you don't have this, and I'm like, wow, I got to get on that. These are the things that when I'm talking about these advertisers, that's why I advertise for them so uh, passionately, because I actually use them, 314-889-0503, 314-889-0503, and I know Mark, and I know he's a good guy, and a lot of people have called him and been thrilled with uh, working with him, Mark Han online at EvergreenSTL.com. All right, G Unit, I'm anxious to
2: hear what you have. I guess we we're gonna share at least one pick. We got a line change. Oh wow! <laughs> I haven't even made a pick yet. Yeah, how'd that happen? No, Wyoming <laughs> was is minus two and a half.
0: Wyoming's minus two and a half in my favor. Sweet action. All wow. right, G Unit, what do you got?
1: Well, you've been doing a little last minute tinkering no, here. These are the kinds uh, of things you'll be regretting
0: on Sunday night.
1: I think you're right. <laughs> I think you are right. But I will go we'll start off with Nebraska. We said what did we say that was? Plus one. Plus one. one. Um yeah, yeah, and, I, and I think that's a pretty obvious bet. I know scares me. Yeah,
0: I know. It's like the uh, Ohio State Nebraska one a couple weeks ago, which blew up my weekend. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh so that's my first Nebraska plus one, and then I will go. The NFL, Minnesota, plus two and a half at Chicago. Now this game. Wow,
0: Minnesota's getting two and a half?
1: Yeah. That's interesting. And and they're about to get three. Minnesota's about to get, or Minnesota's getting two and a half. So they're, and they're about to get three is points. Is there an injury
0: situation there? Stephon Diggs might be a question mark. Uh,
1: not that I know of. I mean, I guess I should probably know this of him. What about Dalvin
0: a, Cook? He came back, and then I think they had a
1: bye week. That's right. So this is, he's expected to he be 100%, good. which is, which is Yeah, good. he had a good day cause and, I was on, I had a lot of Murray and it, you It'll know, no good. It, it pisses me off because this is it's it's plus two and a half and they're plus one hundred. Chicago's minus one twenty, so it's about to go to three, and of course, probably right after we walk out of the studio, it will. The producer Joe Alabama half point hook on the LSU game. Yeah, yeah. So, I, but I like this. I like Minnesota to win outright. This would be this would be a, a money line bet too. That um, the two good teams, but I, I just think Chicago's overrated. I think Minnesota's going to win that division, and in order to win it, they have to win this game. I think so. We'll go with Minnesota plus two and a half. And my next two, I'm going to take in the same game. Mm. Monday Night Football Mm. in Los Angeles, California. Move for Mexico City. Kansas City Chiefs plus three and a half. And the over, 63. 62 and a half. Wow. That's fantastic. I kind of see this as a very similar game to the uh, Chiefs Saints game? Well, to the Chiefs at uh, New England earlier in the year when, what, they finished 43-40? Yeah. Um, I, I just, these... But tough... I'll
0: tell you, there will be a lot of people, because this is a Monday night game, and we know what happens. You probably have lived this a time or two this year based on your record. <laughs> uh, where you lose your ass on Saturday and Sunday, and you're like, you're sweating it all day Monday, and you're like, I got to get out of the hole. And how many people across the country will be going over on the Rams and Chiefs? And it's and, and listen, I would too. I'll, certainly, I would. I would. I wouldn't a heartbeat. I'm glad it's not a daily fantasy game. You know, at least not the main slate, uh, because you'd be going, God, I got to put. You know, I got. I got to have thirty percent of my own rosters have Todd Gurley and twenty five percent have Hunt and twenty five percent have Mahomes and and they're all so expensive, uh, as far as uh, their ownership on DraftKings. But th- I would take the over all day long, and I think it could be like the Rams Saints from two weeks ago, G Unit, where it nearly covered that total at the half. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's where it is. And I just because uh, you sometimes with something like that, you go, "What about a weather variable?" But you're in Southern California. I mean, you're you're about as gold as you can get on that. Who knows? Air quality. Air quality from the uh, fires. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So wait, were you? Would you go under?
2: No, I'm not saying I go under. I'd Why say do you think I'm, it's been bet down? Is that an issue? I've heard it's been an issue. I don't know if it'll be an issue. But I Monday. don't think.
0: I mean, if you guys, I mean, the Col- like the Coliseum is not near.
1: So they move from from the bad fields and Mexico sure, to but the Is not
0: Monday. near that. I mean, it's. I mean, obviously, it's near it, but it's not like near near it. You know. So I I, I don't know. But well, yeah. you know
1: what's interesting is that L A was. La the the Rams were practicing in Colorado right for the altitude. So then reasons. they had to go back. Yeah. To, so it's kind of an away home game for them. Very unusual situation. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious what the crowd. Not to look mention like. it's a shitty home field anyways. Yeah, I'm curious what that crowd's gonna look like on Monday. But I agree with you. I mean, i it look the, red. I tell you what though. You think it'll
0: be? You think a lot will be? <laughs> yeah. I think it, just like Kansas City transplants.
2: No, just just there's never any Rams fan that fans. La is big enough. They have. Yeah. But they, I mean
0: that they, means these Chiefs fans would have had to have, you know. So you're saying they're Chiefs fans who live in Kansas City or in L.A. that are just going to go to the game.
1: Right. Oh, no, those Chiefs fans travel well. I mean, but, I mean, they're traveling on <laughs> short notice. Do they travel well? I don't know. They travel no, across I mean, the I, state for the fake rivalry. Yeah, I, did, I, I, don't, I don't know if they travel that well. Did but. you experience
0: the fake rivalry thing when you were in Columbia? Uh, like how they just, like, are so – I had somebody email me yesterday about my uh, Lambert uh, podcast on questions from the audience, and the guy goes, was talking about moving to Kansas City he goes, by the way, he goes, I never – when you would talk about how, like, Kansas City fans – have this thing with St. Louis. I always thought you guys were kind of overstating. He was I'm my, I think he said his fiance or girlfriend lives over there. And he goes, it's nuts. Because it is yeah. like they really, like there's so many people over there that are Blackhawks fans because they just don't want to see the Blues win. He goes, it's really weird. And I, Huge I'm chip on you. their shoulder. It used and to I have be no idea, but I think it might have when they won a the little.
1: World Series. Yeah, they. I mean, and St. Louis has had a, a bunch of issues, right? So they win the World Series. We've had Man, our I, issues. I don't know. I, I think never. that's kind of fading away. That, but they, yeah, I've got a lot of buddies okay. that, that really have a chip a on their weird shoulder. Weird deal.
2: It's just a strange. Well, there's a lot of Kansas thing. City Royal stuff that still had tags on.
1: Oh,
0: yeah, Gangster right. Pete. Gangster Pete. All right. What do you got? What, what's Producer Joe's over? What What Manchester United total are we betting this week?
2: Uh. He is going against the Irish. He's taking Syracuse plus 10.
0: Yeah, my dad's a huge Notre Dame guy, and he's worried about this one. I will say that. Uh, I I certainly will be cheering for Notre Dame because I'd love to see Notre Dame get in the college football playoff, mainly for my, my parents. But this this one, I think this one actually worries me more than the USC one. Uh, you agree with that, Gangster yep. Pete? Yeah. Yep. I mean, it is it is a home game by definition for Notre Dame, even though it's a Yankee stadium, and obviously. This is you know, Joe's lock? Yeah. Well, correct. Correct. That- that blows.
1: I mean that's well, a, why is that blow, baby? It's my it's my lock. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well now that's great. So, so now say, you know you can take Notre Dame. <laughs> so do so I say how, how bad Joe's <laughs> picks are gonna be and then they're my picks. <laughs>
0: uh I am on Arkansas plus twenty one and a half against Stingray's former team, Hale State. Uh Mississippi State coming off the Alabama game. Uh, hung pretty tight against them, by the way. Uh and Arkansas Maybe overvalued, but like I said earlier, it was kind of cosmetic getting it close against LSU. It's not like that was a close game. The score was closer than the game's outcome uh, with regard to the total. Uh, I think it was a twenty four seventeen final. But uh, it's more about Mississippi State isn't necessarily you know some monster offense, although they could certainly put up points against Arkansas. But uh, the, the Alabama hangover, and then also. Uh, just 21 and a half points, a big number. So Arkansas plus 21 and a half is the lock of the week. And I am very proud of the fact that we've gotten the locks up and running. I have won my locks each of the last four weeks. Uh, G-Unit, what do you got? Well, you know, I think I screwed up. Are you, you going to move off of?
1: Can I retract a pick?
0: Uh, sure. I, I I'm gonna, What's going on here? Oh, <laughs> well, no, we don't.
1: Well, I'm just kind of pissed
0: because I, we let you play a Thursday night game a couple weeks ago, and I'm like, why do we do that? Oh yeah, you we're know? making all these. Uh, I'm I'm just skirting oh, yeah, the you're, rules getting <laughs> you're getting exceptions. You're <laughs> getting like, exceptions. I'm like, we're really? <laughs> getting Helping exception them. that one time, and I'm like, yeah, I mean, I, now you. Well, you're, I won't move up. up. Well, I'll I mean, you, you're you're Kansas you're, City. The you're Chiefs essentially are. you know Vanderbilt in the SEC <laughs> East, but I'm but t- still, I'm, on the off chance you mount a great comeback.
2: Baby steps to get to fifty percent. I don't think you should be able to change a pick based on someone else's pick because the order is based on how well you do the week before. Whoa, 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 this doesn't have to do with anyone else's anyone else's pick. Like I I said, I'm just here for the integrity of the show.
1: I I just noticed the Chiefs are ninety percent public bet favorites. I mean that that is very rare to be that high. I don't even understand why. Why ninety percent of I'm the I'm public? Very
0: I'm very surprised by that, and I think they're a great team. I mean, I have evaluated team not based on you know. I mean, obviously, fucking don't want to see the Rams win the Super Bowl and the Kansas City fans thing with St. Louis. I dislike both fan. Like, I dislike the ownership and management of the Rams, and I dislike the wing of the Kansas City fans that has this weird thing with St. Louis. Um, but you evaluate the teams for what the teams are, and they're both great teams. I mean, great teams. I mean, shit, if you go, you got to pick the two Super Bowl teams right now, I think I would go with the Rams and Chiefs, even though you'd go, what about the Saints and the Patriots? And I just think they're kind of in a different world. I know the Patriots beat the Chiefs, but that was a very good game, and tight game in Foxborough. Um, but with that said, I can't believe that 90% on the Chiefs, because the Rams that's strike high. me as just like such a public team. right? And then granted, I'm sure the Chiefs are a public
1: team. Any, any team that puts up a bunch of points is a public team, but... Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm really surprised by that. Well, I'll keep. I'm going to keep my bets as is, just because I don't want to don't want make it seem Pete. like I'm getting uh, getting these exceptions every week. But I will say that if I did make the uh, the change, I would be considering Iowa minus 14 and a half at Illinois or Duke plus 28 and a half. I actually Clemson. like
0: Illinois there. I mean, I know you're not making the pick, but since we're talking about it, and, and the only reason on that is, I, I mean, listen, do I? Th- it's kind of like Missouri Vanderbilt. I think Iowa's going to win that game. But Iowa is not some team that just scores a billion points. And Illinois actually does score points, to their credit. Um, they just can't stop anybody. So a team like Iowa that normally doesn't score much is probably going to score somewhere in the high 30s or 40s. I just think Illinois will score somewhere in the high 20s or 30s. So that's, that's my thought process. I doubt I bet it, but uh, I actually did look at that game.
1: What was the other one you would take? Duke plus 28.5 at Clemson. I just don't see him. I mean, yeah, I don't Cle- know enough about Clemson Duke. can kind of pick how much they win, yeah. by, and I just don't see them doing that to do. What does Clemson
0: have left? They have Duke, South Carolina, then the ACC game, and who's going to be ACC? Is it Pittsburgh? Is that going to be their opponent? Is that right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure ACC would be Pittsburgh. which what, is, Pitts
1: played some teams tough. I yeah, mean, they,
0: but they nearly knocked off Notre Dame. If anything, they and should they, have knocked and they off
1: beat, Notre Dame. Uh, they beat Syracuse in overtime. And so, so back to my lock. It's Syracuse, just like Joe's. But wow, I mean, double
0: lock. This is well,
1: even, it, I mean, this more is, reason this to cheer the, for Notre Dame. The, this is certainly not the patented G unit super double lock, which, by the way, is now one and one.
2: <laughs> you have a better record with your double locks than anything else. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, that's 50%. right. percent. But I mean, Syracuse has two losses this year, and and one was at Pittsburgh in overtime, and the other one was against Clemson, and when and it was a very close game. I mean, they they should have won it. So why is Syracuse ten point dogs at and this is not in South Bend? This I is at Yankee Stadium. I know. I mean that whenever there's kind of a unusual setting for a game, book
0: I, is playing this week for Notre Dame, right? If I'm not mistaken, he's back.
1: Well, he's practicing. Yeah, I don't know if they've announced the starter. You'd assume he
0: would be. All right. But, yeah, I mean, I listen. I understand. I mean, is, is, is somebody pulling for Notre Dame more for my family than than is a fan? You know, I mean, if Missouri and Notre Dame were to play. I would pull for Missouri, but uh, I want to see Notre Dame win. But, I mean, I'm I'm worried about this game. I think a lot of Notre Dame fans are as well. They're kind of irritated. They gave up a home game to go to New York and play this thing, uh, especially now that Syracuse is a different team than they were a few years ago and before Dino Babers came in. So, all right, there it is. The picks are in. Uh, Producer Joe, G-Unit, and I... Well, this is three straight weeks. We're all unified on the Missouri game. We were on Florida. We were wrong. We were on Vanderbilt. We were right. This week, we're all in Tennessee and five and a half. Joe's on Memphis, minus eight and a half. The over on West Virginia, Oklahoma State of 73. UMass, plus 41 and a half against Georgia. And the over of Ole Miss, Vanderbilt, 67. His lock is Syracuse, plus 10. I'm on Tennessee as well, plus Wisconsin, plus four and a half. That's against Purdue in West Lafayette. Nebraska, plus one against Michigan State and Lincoln. Nebraska Indiana Michigan over 53 and a half that game is in Ann Arbor is it not gangster Pete pretty Michigan. sure yeah I'm pretty sure that it is uh Wyoming minus two and a half against Air Force and then Arkansas plus 21 and a half and I'm pretty sure that's in Starkville uh Tennessee plus five and a half Nebraska plus one also for G unit Vikings plus two and a half against the Bears uh Chiefs plus three and a half and then the Chiefs Rams over of 62 and a half for G unit and he's also on Syracuse. As his lock, yeah, Joe kind of has an emotional anti Notre Dame thing. You always got to kind of spot that. He's kind of anti Notre Dame. I don't know if it's an Italian Irish thing. I don't know what's going on. I just have noticed it because he's a super conservative guy. So it's not that deal. So I, I don't do, know. what I, I do mean. that
2: with Duke Wade. and basketball. You do that with Duke and yeah. what do
1: you mean Joe's super conservative? Like politically, super conservative. Oh, he is. Yeah. Huh.
0: Yeah, it's kind of surprising and weird, but whatever. Interesting. I would have guessed the opposite. I, right. know, I know. I don't know. I mean, you don't find too many guys with ankle tats who are really super conservative. But it, <laughs> you know, who knows? It's good to have outliers. All right. There it all is. uh, uh is our studio sponsor, uh, Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies, uh, our guest sponsor and phone line sponsor when producer Joe is available. This time, he's not doing it out of hiding. If anything, you'd think he'd be on and peacocking around, but he couldn't make it after his 6-0 and o week last week. I was 6-0 and o last week, and G-Una was 4-2. and two. I mean, 4-2. and two. I'd take 4-2 and two this week. Still, raise my percentage. Soren two's nothing to sniff at. It's just you're up against a couple of heaters. It's a yeah. tough spot to be in. I mean, it's like being the American League East. You know I'm what play, do you do? I'm
1: playing against some tough competition. But you don't believe you believe one of the compet- competitors is doing it with smoke and mirrors. I'm not going to get last in this competition. I'll tell you that. Wow! 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 I like. To I mean, step-
0: Joe. Even though I'm ahead of him, I only have two more wins than him. I'm bigger in the loss category because I've had a couple of pushes. So, I mean, he's right there with me. If you would have told me one of us was going to go 61% through the middle of November, I would have gone no fucking way. But yet, alas, here we are. And even though we mock you, you know, 29 and 35 isn't. The worst thing ever. Three and seven on locks is pretty surprisingly it's pretty shitty. Rare. It's yeah. pretty bad. I mean, I'm not. But, but, 29, but, I mean, honestly, if I would be like 45, 45% in the range of where I could see me being, you know, at the start of the year, you know. And, and if I were just picking games myself, I bet I would be around 50%, maybe 45%. I don't know. I mean, this, this guy's just. And he knows he's on a heater. It's not like he's like, I know what I'm doing. He knows it's going to run out because that's just the way that it goes. The week that I went three and three is like, man, we were like a point
1: and a half from going one and five it just you know well i would i would ask to to see what the odds would be for me to not finish last in this competition but in order to set those odds we would need to know how we're going to wrap it up like now if we're going to go down to like two games or three games but i mean i have no doubt that i'm going to catch one of wow.
0: these guys wow wow oh you included me wow it's
1: interesting. It's
0: very, very, oh, it's very it. interesting.
2: Shots fired.
0: That's very well. I respect. I respect the confidence. You know, it'd be great if the action could back it up. But I respect. I, I, I respect. Return. I respect. I respect the, I respect the confidence. But, I mean, you got to have confidence. if you're not going to have confidence yourself, to unit, who is? That's Certainly right. Certainly not the people listening that. and anxiously awaiting to hear your plays to fade them. That's that's for certain. Hey, uh, Mike Judy presents is another fine sponsor of this program. He's been doing. Uh, he's been doing shows in St. Louis for a long time and he brings some great acts to St. Louis oftentimes before people even know who they are. Like, uh, I guess was it two years ago, maybe brought Post Malone in and his star was skyrocketing and it had just happened, but he'd already booked him. And people were like, man, we get to go see Post Malone in a very small venue. That's the kind of thing that Mike does. Uh, hung out with Mike a couple times, had lunch with him, just really liked the guy, good guy. And does some great work in the area with uh, promotions. The, uh, the name is Mike Judy, and it is Mike Check him out on social media at Mike Judy, P R S N T S. Mike Judy Presents, another sponsor here of the Tim McKernan Show, and great to have him on board, as well as Johnny Londoff, Chevrolet, Seth Goldcamp at Design Air Heating and Cooling, Ryan Kelly at the Home Loan James Carlton of the James Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency, and Mark Hanna of Evergreen. Wealth Strategies. I hope all of the picks that I gave you are winners. I hope the picks of G-Unit and producer Joe are losers. Mm-hmm. And I hope all of you listening make money on your wagers this weekend. It's time to shut it down. Thank you so much for listening to another edition of the Tim McKernan Show, the Pick 6 edition from the HomeLoneExpert.com studios on the Inside STL Podcast Network.
1: Call of duty modern warfare is here, and so is Mountain Dew. Roger that. Now you can unlock in-game rewards like only Dew can. Wait.
2: What rewards?
1: A do Operator Skin. Man, I love Operator Skins. Dual double XP, and even Call of Duty points. You're
0: kidding me. Double XP and Call of Duty points? This is incredible. I can't believe it. That's Soldier, the... get a hold of yourself. Oh, roger that. Look for specially marked packaging and visit MTNDUGaming.com
1: for details and restrictions. Open to U.S. residents 17 plus. Call of Duty points available on 12 and 24 packs and free 20 and 23.